0: Welcome to The Story of Writing, a look at how writers and written work made history, and how they changed us, too. Today is June 20th, 2023. I'm your host, John Brown. On this day in 1840, Samuel Morse was granted U.S. Patent Number 1647A, which reads, Improvement in the mode of communicating information by signals by the application of electromagnetism, or, as it came to be known, the telegraph. It also led to the creation of Morse code and, indirectly, the telephone. These forms of communication convert messages into a signal, which is then sent through wire-based electrical systems. A few years later, Alexander Graham Bell was tinkering with the telegraph, trying to improve it when he developed his telephone. It was Bell's father Melville who set up the first telephone transmission between more than two phones. The elder Bell used Hugh Baker Jr.'s private telegraph line, and it was also on this day, in 1877, that this telephone exchange was set up in Hamilton, Ontario. Baker commissioned Bell for this service so that he and two friends could talk in real time about moves in their ongoing chess games. On June 20, 1943, the city of Detroit was consumed by a race riot that lasted three days. It was a warm Saturday evening, and a fistfight broke out between teenagers, one black, the other white, at the Belle Isle Amusement Park in the Detroit River. The brawl grew into a confrontation between groups defined by their skin color, then spilled into the city. Stores were looted, and rioters burned buildings, mostly in black neighborhoods. Of the 25 black people who died, 17 were killed by the police who claimed that the shootings were justified since the victims were looting. Of the nine white people who died, none were killed by the police. The violence ended after President Roosevelt sent federal troops into the city. The causes of the riot have been the focus of a good deal of research. In the years just before the riot. Hundreds of thousands of people, black and white, moved to Detroit for wartime jobs on assembly lines. White people were largely welcomed, with good-paying positions and availability of nice homes to rent or buy. But black people were not. The inequality and the racism that fueled it continued to raise tensions. Nearly a year before the riot, Life magazine reported, Too many of the people of Detroit are confused, embittered, and distracted by factional groups that are fighting each other harder than they are willing to fight the Germans. Detroit can either blow up Hitler or it can blow up the U.S. On this day in 1944, the Nazis' experimental V-2 rocket became the first man-made object to reach outer space. One year later, to the day, the U.S. Secretary of State allowed Werner von Braun and his team of rocket scientists to work in the U.S. as part of Operation Paperclip. And in 1975 on this day, Jaws hit movie screens across the U.S. It became the highest-grossing film up to that point and introduced a little competition in Hollywood to produce the summer blockbuster. Today is the birthday of the woman who wrote People Change and Forget to Tell Each Other. Lillian Hellman was born on this day in 1905, Many of the plays she wrote early in her career were well-received by theatergoers and critics. Her career and her life were changed dramatically by the Second World War and the Red Scare in the U.S. Accused of communist sympathies by the House Un-American Activities Commission, Hellman was forced to withdraw from the writer's life she knew. When she returned to playwriting, Toys in the Attic was a hit in 1960. She then pivoted toward memoirs, and people complained that her memories were inaccurate or flat-out false. Hellman's legacy is complicated, but she remains an inspiration to writers, especially women around the world. Today's reading is an excerpt from Hellman's 1973 memoir titled Pentimento. Old paint on a canvas as it ages sometimes becomes transparent. When that happens, it is possible, in some pictures, to see the original lines. A tree will show through a woman's dress. A child makes way for a dog. A large boat is no longer on an open sea. That is called pentimento, because the painter repented, changed his mind. Perhaps it would be as well to say that the old conception, replaced by a later choice, is a way of seeing, and then seeing again. That is all I mean about the people in this book. The paint has aged and I wanted to see what was there for me once. What is there for me now? And that is the story of writing for June 20th. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow is the birthday of the man who wrote Hell is Other People. Jean-Paul Sartre and the perpetual ontological struggle on tomorrow's show. Join me anyway. What writing has changed you? please let me know at storyofwriting.com.